Zansi's sporting milestones, moments and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. I really like this music, if I can say so myself. Thank you to whoever put it together, Lyle and his technical team there at the back. Let's now speak to our guest, our legend. Already questions are coming through from Lucas for Lucas Khadebe before we even introduce him. And before we introduce him, I think we have to do it the right way, Luyolo. Come on. Can we? Oh, no. We can't. Okay, we'll try it again later then. We were hoping to introduce Lucas Khadebe the way that uh, they praise him uh, in England, the way he turned out for Leeds United. But technology is letting us down, but we'll get it right. Anyway, he does join us on the line. Lucas Khadebe, good evening, Chief. Thank you very much for joining us on SAFM. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. How are you doing? I'm fine. Eh? I'm fine. Thank you. Yes, it's been. I think it's the first time we speak on this platform, on a nationwide platform. And thank you very much for finding time to speak to us, Lucas. We usually use a Friday to celebrate our sporting heroes yeah. of yesteryear, and you're our guest this evening. No, thanks. Thanks. Uh, it's an honor to be a guest on SAFM, and it's. Uh, hopefully, you know, the fans uh, will enjoy and uh, appreciate. Uh, where I come from and where I've been and where I'm going. I'm sure they will. They're already appreciating it even before we speak to you. I understand you were in Leeds a couple of weeks ago because we wanted to speak to you. How is the mood that side there with their good start to the championship and under the guidance of the legendary Marcelo Biesla? Well, it's absolutely brilliant. I think um, uh, at at the beginning, uh, uh, in terms of the pre-season training, I think it went well because... uh, Obviously, uh, Bielsa is new to the club, and, uh, and he's used, I think, to bigger clubs than than championship clubs. And and with the team that we had uh, last season, and having performed, especially the second half of the season, where, to be honest, the boys were not doing so well. You know, uh, there was a lot of. Uh, uh, negativity around the club, but now since uh, the beginning of the new season, great uh, result against Stoke, great result against Derby, and against the draw. So it's looking good, and I think the mood is absolutely brilliant. I think this is Leeds how I knew it because I was there for the two games, and the first game, I think in a long time, that uh, you Ellen Road, it's full to capacity. And that first game against Stoke City, it was absolutely amazing. It was it was great. Everybody was happy. I think maybe the weather contributed to us in that as well. <laughs> well, we know Biesla's track record. Everybody speaks highly of him, even current managers in the Premier League. I guess expectations yeah. must be high then. Do they see themselves in the Premiership next season? Yeah, I think uh, having... Uh, uh, contacts like uh, 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 the Man United uh, manager uh, Mourinho, you know, uh, under his belt, and, and having uh, uh, people like that who will always help him. Uh, uh, I think a lot of people are very positive about Leeds United. I mean, I think as well. I think it's about time that uh, it's such a, a massive club with such great history, you know. Uh, belongs to the premiership instead of the championship. I mean, they've been in the championship for, for too long, but 
but everybody is, is, is positive. Everybody is, uh, wants Leeds United to be to be in the Premiership, and I think this is the year that you know we can see that happening. Now, uh, Rue, you have legendary status there in Yorkshire. Are you still overwhelmed by the amount of respect they still give you that side? <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, it's absolutely great. It's unbelievable. Because, uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've been there. You know, one you think that uh, they, might, they might have they might have at least uncovered their new heroes. or But, uh, but you know, uh, most of the time when they, they played, I've got a few friends there. They always call me and, and make me listen on the phone when they're singing that, that song that they used to, say, to sing to me every, every match. So that, that is absolutely great. And it, yes, it is overwhelming. I mean, I, I, I've been there twice now this year when I went to the boxing match, which is absolutely brilliant. Uh, 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 a match that I witnessed because uh, yes, Josh Warrington, Josh Josh Warrington. I mean, three you walked ago, him into the, the ring. Me, <laughs> yeah, he called me. He called me. He called me to say that I can, if he fights one day when he fights for for the world championship, I must come and walk, and, and, and walk in, not knowing it will be this year. But absolutely wonderful. And I understand he's the first boxer from Leeds to hold a world boxing title. That must have been huge. Is the first ever, and I think that's history. Uh, and uh, to have somebody like Josh, you know, uh, born and bred in Leeds, and taking up boxing because he wanted to get away from uh, from the rough areas of Leeds, and 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 making history. Never lost a fight uh, since he started uh, taking up boxing, and until now he's the world uh, world uh, world champion of the world, right at Allen Road. With the Kaiser Chiefs playing, with me walking in into into the ring, it was absolutely amazing. No way! So it was like a little honor for Lucas Khadebe then, if they had Kaiser Chiefs and they had you walking him into the ring. I mean, that how did you feel? I feel absolutely honored because I, I think that the way it happened as well, uh, which took about three years, yeah, you know, to for for his dream to come through, because that's how he thought. Uh, uh, his way to winning the world title at Allen Road, Kaiser Chiefs and Lee Hockingham. So, so for me, it, it was a great honor to to be back at the club where they gave me that opportunity to play at, at, at the helm of the Premiership. And again, uniting me with the, the beloved uh, Leeds fans, you know, uh, and, and being there, you know, amongst the historic moment where uh, Josh, you know, uh, has conquered and, 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 and made uh, another history uh, at the club, by, not actually at the club, but, but again at Leeds mm. for being the first champion ever they've ever had. That is unbelievable. And we've got that song that they sing for you. Let's see if we can play it now. Okay, no. Yeah, no. Is that the one? Is that the one? <laughs>
hey man, I, you know, I'm getting goosebumps sitting here, you know, mm. and listening to that because that's that's the that's the song that uh, they were always singing when when I run into the field. Obviously, each and every one of us had a song, but I think this is one of the the, the favorite songs, and it was absolutely it was absolutely brilliant to hear that and to, to know that they still sing it. Uh, even when I'm not there, I mean, it, it says a lot about my contribution towards the club and my status at the club uh, at the moment. And recently, Lucas, a new lounge, VIP lounge has been opened at Ellen Road, the Lucas Khadebe Suite, another honor for you. Uh, how do you feel about that? And is that the reason, is that part of the reason you were there? Uh, Tabi, so it's, it's unbelievable what, what's happening at the club. When I went there for Josh, they the people bringing dogs and cats named after me. <laughs> <laughs> no way. And there was a, and there was a bus as well. You know that that's that my name. Yes. Uh, 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 driving around Leeds, um, uh, and 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 they, I think they the suite it's always been there. They've just repositioned it and and, and they renovated it. But it's absolutely brilliant. I think uh, the kind of the, the background with the Kaiser Chiefs pictures and. And 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 the, and the pictures, individual pictures of myself at the club. It's it's absolutely amazing. I think you know when once because they took me around. When 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 I got there, uh, I met the the chairman because I was his uh, guest, uh, the the owner of the club. So 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 he took me all around the club to see what he's trying to build. Uh, so it's absolutely amazing now because the way he's renovated it and the, the way the standard of 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 the of the stadium it's a premiership uh, 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 stature and it's absolutely amazing and and when I got to that suite because I didn't know that mm. the suite has been moved and it's been renovated so so for me it was a surprise when I got to the door and I see this beautiful. Name the I'm scratching my head. I'm thinking, but it wasn't here. And when I went in, I mean, there was a few friends there who were singing. There were a few friends there who were like welcoming. It was absolutely, absolutely great. It was, it was, it was emotional. And I think it, it brought back a lot of memories. You know how everything have unfolded while I was there. But that's not all, because there's also a beer, the Rada beer. <laughs> Named after it's you, it's, Does it... it's, it's very bitter. I've, I've, tasted, <laughs> I've tasted it; it's a bit bitter. But you know what? I don't drink beer. You know, but hopefully. Uh, but I think uh, the guys who are, who are drinking beer, I think they're enjoying it. But you know what? It's not all about drinking and stuff. It's, yeah. It's, it's 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 the honor. It's it's the appreciation that uh, they show. Uh, my contribution towards the club that I've remained loyal to and introduced me and and and, and did the best I can. Uh, you know, we didn't win any silverware, but for for us, uh, the aim was to get the club back to those respectable ways, to the top where it, it belongs. I, I think possibly winning a trophy or two we would have been an icing uh, uh, at the top. But uh, but to be honest, for us, having played in the Champions League, having finished third and second in the league, 
think that's for us that's our victory. And a lot of people still rate that Champions League semi-final appearance as a great achievement for that Leeds team. Before we get there, though, uh, Ru, please tell us the story about how this band ended up being named Kaiser Chiefs. I know their songs, Ruby, 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 Ruby. I understand they approached you to ask if they can use the name. No, what, what they did, uh, uh, I've, I've always been the first to arrive at the training ground. And uh, one of the days, uh, the ladies at the reception uh, said that uh, there's a few guys that wanted to, to see me. So, so I, 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 I thought maybe it's uh, some of the same, maybe people from South Africa. And then I, I went and I walked on the beach, and I see these uh, four scruffy-looking guys. <laughs> I'm thinking, but this can't be footballers. I mean... Uh, Maybe some of them, uh, I mean, especially some are a bit skinny with big hair. And then Peanut is short and, and small. And I'm thinking, yeah. okay, this is interesting. So so they introduced themselves uh, to me, you know, as the lead born and bred. Uh, and they were forming a band. And being the Leeds United and, and having played at Leeds and knowing where I come from, from the kind of kids, uh, can I give them that honor? You know, uh, to name the band after after my previous. I thought they, they they wanted me to be part of uh, of the group, but unfortunately, <laughs> I can't sing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but but they they asked uh, uh, if if they could name the band after after uh, the kind of chiefs in honor of me, which was it took me back. You know, and I, I'm thinking it is for real. Uh, I mean, in the next few months they were popular i mean kind of cheese i mean especially with my name as well as the chief i mean it's it, it blended in very well and and they never looked back since then they've been to south a couple of times yes. when i've hosted them and i've been there at, at least when they played uh, at the stadium it's absolutely amazing everybody's in love with them that is an incredible story. For those who've just joined us, we are talking to Lucas Khadebe, just celebrating the Chief Ru, talking about his career at Leeds United. And of course, we're going to uh, talk more about the football side of things. But we were just now just highlighting uh, the honours and how he's been honoured there at Leeds. Uh, Lucas Khadebe, and it hasn't stopped even so many years after he stopped playing, but they're still honouring him. Lines are open on 891 SMS 40938, WhatsApp 0614-1041. And after this break, we have a special guest that wants to say hi to Lucas. Zanzi's sporting milestones, moments, and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. Rubik, before we get to our guest, I want to find yeah. out if this is fact or fiction. Howard Wilkinson said that even the injury room is named after you because you were always injured at least. <laughs> <laughs> Please clarify this to the whole country. <laughs> You know, not only not only named, but the, the bed that I used to get treatment from got stripped bare, <laughs> and it was just a skeleton. It was put in the corner, and they, they and they put my name on it. And it absolutely brilliant because the last three years of my career was in great. I mean, I've always got injured, especially you know, remember the first injury that I had, and then it was wear and tear since then. So, so I was always in the dressing room, in, in the change, in the in the treatment room. All the time until they named the, the, the bench and everything, you know, uh, after me. And 
and that's that's what it's all about in the club. I mean, it's you know, it, it was brilliant to to walk in there and see see all all uh, all, all all those memories, and it, you know, it brought back memories and and to to know that there's new people at the club who accepted that and it took it forward. I mean, it's. It's incredible, and uh, you know I feel really honoured and, uh, and and blessed to have had that opportunity to play for such a club. Now let me tell you a story you might not know, Lucas Khadebe. Last day in April, a mate of mine who I grew up with, Brendan Wakeford, got in touch with me on yeah. Facebook. He lives all the way in Thailand and he said that one of his friends has a close friend who's been diagnosed with bowel cancer. And this guy was a big fan of you and he was a big Leeds United fan. And they asked me if I could put them in touch with you because all he wants is just a jersey from Lucas Khadebe. I got them in touch with you, Lucas. And you actually gave him a Kaiser Chiefs jersey last year. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I remember. I remember, but the, and then I signed it as well. So. No, I remember that. I remember that very well. I mean, I mean, it's those kind of people. I've always not just focused on football, but I got engaged in, uh, with the fans uh, on, the le- on their level where I used to go after the game and, and sign autographs, be the last one to leave, and then uh, go to do a lot of work in the community, especially in that uh, chapel town, which is predominantly black. And you know what? I think that, that was the appreciation of not just playing football and giving my best to the game, but, but to get involved in the, with the community and making sure that uh, at least, you know, uh, it's not just football. and We, we show appreciation uh, to the fans and to the to the people that made the club what it is. Well, we do have dance mail on the line. That's the fan wow. that you gave the jersey all the way uh, from the Channel Islands, and he joins us now on SAFM in South Africa. Dan, good evening, and thank you for joining us here on SAFM in South Africa. Hi, and thanks for having me. Hi, Lucas. How you doing? Dan, I'm all right. Thanks for you, my man. Dan, we should be asking you. We should be asking you how are you doing, Dana? Dan, are you getting better? Um, yeah, I, I, I was, and unfortunately, just recently, I've been re-diagnosed um, as, a, as, a, as the illness has returned. But um, the lift that the shirt gave me last year, and the lift that this conversation gives me, is absolutely invaluable. Um, and uh, it's just so much appreciation for Lucas taking the time to, to get involved and send me that send me that shirt. And I just wanted to say a massive thank you to him. Did you know at the time, then that your friends were trying to organise uh, Lucas to get in touch with you? Did you know that Marco Ferreira was doing this? Yeah, no, I had no idea that Marco was doing it. Um, it literally, I uh, I got home from work one day and I had a parcel in the post and I opened it up and I was like, what's this? <laughs> um, and um, yeah, there was a signed Kaiser Chief shirt from Lucas giving me his best wishes. And it, it just says so much about Lucas in terms of what he gives back to the fans. Um, taking the time to do something like that and the lift it gives somebody. You're a massive Leeds United fan. I mean, what is it about Lucas that everybody that side holds him in such high regard? Uh, just his, uh, well, uh, his commitment to everything. His commitment on the field was second to none. Um, playing through injury, his class on the pitch, um, and what he does for the club off the pitch, and now what he does for South Africa and the ambassador roles that he fulfills. Um just a superb guy, that, and he's a very underrated golfer. <laughs>
we're gonna we're gonna get to that shortly i'm glad you went there. i'm glad you went there dan but what do you want to say to lucas is listening um, Lucas, uh, you're so unlucky at Old Trafford when we went round one nil after five minutes. I think you went in goal. <laughs> um, that, that performance doesn't really get talked enough about. Um, but I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you for, thank you for taking the time to send me that present. And um, it, uh, much to my girlfriend's disgust, has now taken centerpiece in the lounge proper TV, <laughs> fully framed. Um, and uh, yeah, a nice little reminder that it picked me up all the time. Nice one. Lucas, any words of encouragement for Dan? No, I just want to say to Dan, you know what, um, uh, you know, uh, things like this happen and they happen for a reason in life. And it's only the test of character and it shows the human spirit as well. So what you have to do is just keep on fighting, keep up uh, uh, the good work that you're doing and make sure that you remain positive. That's all I can say, mate. And, uh, and enjoy life. I think that's the most important thing. Absolutely, and with Leeds sitting at the top of the table and playing the football they are, that certainly happens, to be honest. <laughs> Great stuff, Dan. Dan, thank you very much for joining us, and I'm glad we gave no you the problem. opportunity to speak me. to Lucas. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Lucas. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. That's amazing, eh? I think so you... How, uh, how, how special the Leeds United fans are. Yeah. Each and every one of them. I mean, I meet them all over when I travel, when, when, when I'm on my travels, and I'm absolutely amazing and uh, i'm saying great things about even some of the things that uh to be honest i've never thought of uh i mean it's it's i'm just grateful i'm just grateful and uh and i've always said that I'm, i'll always be lead united like like i've said my course for life i'll be i'm lead united for life now let's talk about how you got to Leeds United Ru, because also there is another myth that we need clarity on here uh the, there is a myth that you were not the first choice signing at Leeds. They actually wanted big film a singer, but needed someone to keep him company because he was so far away from home. And that person was you. Do you know that story? <laughs> I've heard a story because uh, the uh, the chief scout then was Jeff Slate, who came to South Africa a couple of times because they were looking for a striker. And they were told about film a singer. And I think at that time uh, we were playing in Australia. And I think somebody else, I think it might be Jeff Hudson, that they have told them uh, about me because Jeff Hudson was a Kaiser Chiefs coach then. And then uh, hoping that uh, when South Africa traveled to Australia to watch, uh, to, to play against Australia then, I'll be playing, but I was injured. So, so instead, they picked up field then. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at the later stage, they were still talking about me, saying maybe that's a good idea to to get him as well and keep uh, Philemon company because you know how harsh that weather can be, you know. Uh, so 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 the environment there it's it, it's harsh. So so that's how I got to lead, and they never really uh, saw me uh, or see me play. Uh, they just got me there and then gave me a, a week. And I remember Howard Wilkinson saying that. Uh, you know, they would like to keep me, and then and everything was done. I mean, 275 pounds wow. uh, for each. Yeah, that was a steal. Is that how much you were sold for at the time? Both of you? Yeah, that, that was 275 pounds. Yeah. And when you <laughs> arrived there, uh, Ru, what were your expectations? Uh, what were you hoping to achieve? Did you think you had a long-term career at that club? Were you looking to stay there and move on? 
To be honest, uh, I think especially after my uh, first season, I mean, I never knew uh, where it leads and what it leads. I knew that the, the bottom of the league, you know. Uh, but for me, the aim was to, to play football because that's what I'm passionate about and that's what I love most. And I think that's what happened. I never thought of, you know, what can I achieve at the club, but it's what I believed that I can do. Uh, for myself and, and take the opportunity that uh, I think most of, of the people that uh, really cherish or most of the people that want, want to, even even those who I've played with, because I believe that they were better players than me, who could have easily made it to the club. But, but you know, having had that opportunity, I took it in both hands and made sure that I don't disappoint my mother who didn't want me to take football as a profession. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you played and captained a very special lead side, Rue, that went all the way to the, reach the Champions League semis. What made that team so great? You know, when I looked, when I looked at, the, at the dressing room, because I think the most important thing for me, it was, it was the dressing room. It was all the individual talent that was there. And, uh, and I think we had a manager that was really passionate about the club, who, who wanted to, to take the club to another level in George Graham. And uh, with his reputation from, uh, uh, from Arsenal, I think that's what he started building the club, uh, especially building at, at, uh, at the back. But we, we, me and George got on very well. When, when most of the players thought I'm a long lost son of George Graham, I, mean, <laughs> I was labeled I, I was labeled that uh, all the time because we spent a lot of time together, knowing that I'm, pas- I'm I'm really passionate about defending. I mean, you know, he and and we spoke a lot uh, defensively, and I think for me that gave me the encouragement. I mean, the players that are, I mean. People like Nigel Martin, Gary Kelly, Smaja, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, Jonathan, I can name Look them all. Yeah. That was a very, very special group of players and individuals, not only as players, but as personalities. You know, they were, they were good people. They were good professionals. And I think we knew what is expected. And we went out in the field of play, not just to play football, but to show the passion and the love to the friends of the club. And we're going to talk more about this team after this quick break. If you've just joined us once again, you're listening to SAFM Spot On with myself, Tabiso Musia, and uh, our lines are open on 0891-104-207-SMS-409-38-WhatsApp-061-414-0417-as-we-celebrate-the-legendary-Lucas-Khadebe-so-many-people-joining-the-conversation-here-on-social-media-even-my-former-boss-TT-here-Tabiso-D
Tabiso now. 0891-104-207. Before we go to the lines, Lucas, you touched on that Leeds team. I mean, you mentioned the likes of Nigel Martin. You bring back some memories. Gary Kelly, Ian Hart, I remember uh, Jonathan Woodgate, who went to go play for Real Madrid. Uh, Robbie Keane, who I think was on loan from Inter at the time. There was Viduka, there was Kewell, uh, from what I remember, Wilcox even. Who were some Wilcox, of your yeah. yeah, who were some of your closest mates in that team, or were you all one big family? Even Tony Yeboa, of course. Maybe Tony, Tony uh, Yobo, the big Yobo. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think for us, uh, that was one special team. Uh, you know, with the, with the purples, you know, and with the gold. And, uh, and I think I think one of the greatest, I think one of the best players that I, I played with, I mean, I mean it's uh, Gary Kelly. Not as a footballer, but but as a person. I mean, I had I had about there was about five Irish guys. There was like one Dutch, uh, two Dutch guys. You know, uh, Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and there was like uh, Scottish boys, and you know what? Those guys they could have go uh, 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 proceeded and been the captain of the club, but uh, obviously. Having people like Gary Kelly, Nigel Martin, that are hold in the highest esteem, you know, as as the person, I think that helped me to 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 achieve what I've achieved at the club, and and and, and the people that I live uh, with the, uh, the, the environment, the surroundings uh, where I, I I lived in Linton, it was it was one big family. What's your most memorable game? Is there any game that stands out? You know, uh, you know that it's a, it's a very unfair question to ask <laughs> because I've got a lot of those, and I think the one that pops up. I mean, I mean, we played. You know, I don't know if you know. I've I've, I've scored one of the best goals that Leeds uh, do remember. Sitting down on the floor uh, when we <laughs> played in the Champions League in Herbie, in fact. The one that pops up, it's when I played in goal against Man United on Old Trafford. Unbelievable <laughs> game. Against all odds, uh, turned uh, one man down. And at Old Trafford, you know, uh, the bitter rivalries, it was unbelievable where we lost by one goal to zero uh, at the end of the game. Having had uh, 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 our goalkeeper, uh, McBean, sent yes. off 20 minutes. Uh, uh, the start of the game, so I had to I had to, I had to go in gold uh, for the rest of uh, of the first half and the, and, and the second half, which was absolutely brilliant. I think that's one of the games I'd say, you know, uh, it's one of the highlights in my career. And you had to keep up the likes of Ryan Giggs, Andy Cole. There, I think it was was it Roy Keane that beat you? It was Roy Keane who beat me with a uh, no lucky shot. Was, <laughs> I think it was a lucky. Sh- <laughs> I think it was a lucky shot. Uh, but it just bubbled. But but it was a great result. I mm. think for us going to Old Trafford and uh, knowing the, the the rivalry between the two clubs, you know, where uh, uh, lots of people thought possibly this is going to be the highest scoring goal that many United have ever played. But you know what? For me, I never thought about anything else. And uh, what I did, I just went in and, and and enjoyed myself because I know with our players as well. Mm. They never thought I could do that. And the manager, Howard Wilkinson, after the game said, I might as well stay in goal. I said, there is no chance. <laughs>
<laughs> but everybody, everybody came and congratulated me. Uh, 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 the, uh, the Man United uh, manager, uh, Mr. Ferguson, came as well and, and congratulated me. So it was, it was, it was a proud moment, mm-hmm. not just for me but for South Africa as well, having represented them in a manner where uh, I did the best I can. And, and being the pro, and, and having being the professional that I've been, you know, at the club that uh, has really done so well in the Premiership. But I understand that wasn't the first time you had played as a goalkeeper. Is it true that you started your career off as a goalkeeper, Lucas Khatib? Yeah, I started uh, uh, at uh, I, I, actually I, I finished school at, in Bukutatuana. Mm. Uh, uh, that's where I started playing football properly. Where I started as a goalkeeper uh, for the team called uh, ICL Birds United, and I uh, was one of the best goalkeepers uh, at the club until I got ki- I got kicked in the face, and I never wanted to go back in goal again. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing you went to become a defender because you really were a solid defender. At least you didn't quit the game. I'm gonna go to the line shortly, Sufudi and Tabo. I'm coming to you after this quick break. Zanzi's sporting milestones, moments, and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. Let's go to the lines now as we wrap up with Lucas Khadebe. Sifudi in Johannesburg, good evening to you. Evening to you and the versatile gentleman there. <laughs> He's listening, go ahead. Hey, you know, my man, your first game at Kaiser Chiefs. And unknown quantity, you know, Kaiser Chiefs used to surprise people. I'm reminded when we first saw teenage Lazla, you know. Starting a game and finishing the game and making an impact, creating an impact. Yeah. I would like to ask you, Ru, what is happening to this brand called Kaiser Chiefs? And... Yeah. Both these two teams, Leeds and Kaiser Chiefs, with a rich history, with a great tradition, what is happening to these teams? Can this team, both these teams, reclaim their former glory? Thank you, Sifudi. Oh, sorry, sorry, Sifudi, I didn't mean to cut you off. But Lucas, over to you. What's your take on what's happening at Chiefs and can they reclaim their glory along with Leeds? Yeah, it's about. It's not about to be nice where the club is. It's about how they recover from what they're going through at the moment. Because I think each and every club uh, goes through that. But being get achieved such a huge club uh, with such expectations, you know, uh, and, and a huge following like that. Yes, it's, 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 it's a tough going for them. But I believe that they, they will get back uh, to to what. Kedachids used to be reclaiming, you know, their glory days. And at the moment, yes, I think uh, uh, with the coaches and the players, you know, chopping and changing of managers, it it doesn't help. But uh, I think for me, that club, sooner or later, you know, uh, nobody's bigger than than Kedachids. It will come back and claim and be the best club that we, we have known uh, the club to be, you know, in a long time.
And we spoke to Gavin Hunt on Monday and he said exactly the same thing that you can't dominate forever and he said that the Mutawungs have done a great job in building that club yeah. and he's confident that they will bounce back. Tabo in Pumalanga, good evening. Uh, Ru is here. Good evening, guys, and good evening to Ru. Hey, Tabo, how are you? I'm good, Ru. Ru, just two things from my side. First of all, I must agree with, with Murulong's sentiments in terms of their legacy. But I just want to share a story. Uh, two years back, I went to Thailand. Uh, I went there to, to celebrate my anniversary. And then I was wearing my Kiza Chiefs t-shirt. I just want to tell you how big is a brand. So we went to one of these uh, temples. Uh, so one of the English guys, you know, deep English accent, approached me and said, you know, my captain used to play for your team. And now for a while, I was like, but... Who's my captain? Who's your captain? Which team? And then he showed me my T-shirt. Then it took me a second to realize, like, no, he must be talking about Ru. So I must say, Ru, your brand is worldwide, and you represented SA very well. And keep it up, my brother. Thank uh, you. That's Thank a you. that's a real great story that and uh, we also do have people listening to us from Thailand. Yeah, I see that uh, Brendan has been tweeting us enjoying the interview all the way in Thailand. Ru, we've got five minutes left. I just want to wrap up with some questions from social media here. In Clive, actually, actually, my question: Clive Barker in his book says you came to Afcon '96 despite uh, him worried about you being injured. You said you wanted to play. Did you play with an injury? Uh, actually, it, I didn't play with it. I've just only recovered. But the, oh, the one thing that was the worry was that Leeds wouldn't uh, release me to come and play for the national team because uh, I was just coming back. I came back from injury. I was coming back into fitness. But I've never played. They've never seen me. They've never tested me in a game of of, of some sort, whether it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a friendly game mm. or it's a league game. So... So, so the injury was fine. I think. I think what I had to do is to just to create in the back of the mind, and then uh, look forward to, to to participate in a in a historic moment in South Africa. Mm. The question from Tulani, it says that you are one of the players that are visible after your career, which is good. It's good to see you. But why are you not coaching? Is it not your interest? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I get a lot of those questions everywhere. But to be honest, my interest was early before uh, before retirement because I started with the, the with the coaching badge. But obviously, unfortunately, uh, uh, with what I've gone through personally with my wife, you know, um, I stopped everything. And then uh, and I, and that made me realize that there's nothing bigger than life itself. So nothing meant anything. But but the, the the biggest thing was that uh, yes, uh, possibly I lost uh, the passion on being the coach. But being wanted to be involved in the structures in making sure that our football uh, keeps producing great players and and and, and it keeps being the best that it is uh, still. So so for me, my passion was. The development, you know, working with the kids, mm. making sure that we produce great players. And, and unfortunately, you know, uh, or fortunately, I mean, that's what I do now with, with the school's football. Uh, and I would love to do that, you know, at, at, the, at the highest level. 
The other a question here from Subu says you were once linked with the Safa presidency. Is that something that interests you? Yes, I think that's one of the things that uh, I'm thinking, you know, uh, football needs to change. At some point, uh, I mean, I mean, I, I'm saying credit to, to Danny Jordan and his team and everybody that uh, put South Africa on the map or where it is today because they've done a great job. We've we are who we are today because of them, uh, the, the Safa. I mean, we, we, we've gone through Safa to get to England and stuff like that, which is, which is great. But, but the, 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 ball, the ball still rolls. We, we, we were players, and then we finished as players, and then we need to move on and, and take other uh, 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 positions, especially in football. And I believe that as ex-players, we still have the role to play in the game. And I think that's one of my interests, that one day, not now, uh, because I know that uh, uh, at some point, yes, they have to retire. Uh, Daniel uh, and, and, and most of the guys there. And, and, and we need somebody to take on the baton and move on. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, we sure you can do it, uh, Ru, after what you've done on the field. And we really, really appreciate you finding time to speak to us. I know you're still busy on duty and all the work that you do, but thank you very much for joining us on SAFM. We just wanted to call you, tell the kids about you, yeah. give you the respect that you deserve, sir, because people never get the flowers when they can still smell them and you are a true legend in our eyes. No, absolutely. I think, I think it's, not about, it's not about football, but it's about the values that you've learned from the game and the, the values that you bring into the game that makes you the person that you are. But I've always said this to the, to the kids. You gain the respect not by driving nice cars, uh, wearing nice clothes, but because of who you are and what you stand for. And today, uh, I can attain to that. Uh, I think I'm involved with different uh, people. I'm, I mean, I've, I've only just been... Uh, uh, selected as one of the ambassadors of the, the global citizen, which is absolutely amazing. It's, an, it's a great honor for me. Great stuff there, Lucas Khadebe, our legend on Flashback Fridays right here on SAFM Sport. Remember, it's the gathering of the world's best football players in a league of their own. New stars will be born, heroes will be made and bringing you football's biggest stage featuring Mo Salah, Harry Kane, Paul Pogba, Aguero and all the stars. It starts this Saturday with the London Derby as Arsenal takes on West Ham. SABC Sport is proudly presenting the Premier League Saturday afternoon matches live on SABC 3. The stage is is yours, the Premier League, now available to all. Thank you very much. My name is Tabiso Mosia. Up next, Lizette Khan with Off the Pitch.